This is Indie Business Podcast, Episode 81. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I'm your host, entrepreneur, mentor, and coach Donna Maria, the founder and CEO of Indie Business. My goal is to help you build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. In this episode, I interview Ayana Jackson of Arbria Creations in San Leandro, California. While Ayana has a full-time job, which she enjoys, she has always had the itch to have a business of her own. She found herself encouraging her daughters to pursue their dreams, but in doing so, she realized that she was not pursuing hers. She decided to change all that, and Arborea Creations was born. Ayana makes all of her products herself and is fortunate to have the full support of her husband and daughters, each of whom helps in some capacity with her business. You'll love learning how Ayana has changed her business model to accommodate the realities of the pandemic. And for those of you with a full-time job and a business, you'll enjoy hearing how she manages to integrate work, business, and family without losing sight of herself. You can get a summary for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 81. But first, this episode of Indie Business Podcast is brought to you by the Indie Business School, a virtual learning experience for makers by makers to help you learn new skills to grow your creative business. Take your next class at IndieBusinessSchool.com. And now let's welcome Ayana Jackson of Arborea Creations in San Leandro, California. Ayana Jackson from Arborea Creations in San Leandro, California. Welcome to Indie Business Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. Well, we certainly are excited to have you. So Arborea Creations, like I remember when I first heard that word, I was like, Arborea, what does that mean? I know there's a story there. So I finally get to ask you, tell us the story behind that beautiful brand name. Well, the name is named, actually, I named Aria after my three daughters. Um, my youngest daughter, Ariana, which is the AR part. Uh, my middle daughter and my oldest daughters are Brianna and Brittany. And um, the A at the end is for me, Ayana. They let me have part of it. But I've always wanted a business. And when I finally decided to go ahead and take that leap and start my business, my daughters were my inspiration. And because they were my inspiration, I decided to go ahead and use their names um, because you know, and I decided to use their names. I was trying to play with what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it. And I actually went to them and I asked my my youngest and my middle daughter, you know, what do they think it should be? They played with it for a little while and they came up with it. At first, they just came with the um, first part, but I was like, no, it would sound better if we add the A to it. And um, they were my inspiration. So I went with it. That's such a beautiful story. And I love how they played a role in it. Um, so as the business grows, I, I would imagine they they feel like they have some ownership interest in it as well. 
Yes, they think that they think it's their business, but they don't do (laughs) (laughs) that much work for it. But actually, my youngest really thinks it's her business. She's like, oh, yeah, this is my business. It has my name. So it's my business. I'm like, but what do you do? She's like, I give you ideas. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, that's true. But you don't work as much. But I do put in the work sometimes. Oh, but that's so sweet. She gives you ideas. And, you know, of course, without ideas, we have no business. So she is right right on track with her value. (laughs) That is so wonderful. So and you have you have a house full over there, like you've got your three daughters. And I know you have have, you know, you know, tell us what's going on in your in your home these days in the middle of this pandemic. Yeah, so we're in the middle of pandemic. Usually I would be at my other job or, you know, taking time off and I wouldn't have my dogs here. But um, I do have uh, three, I have three daughters and three dogs. One of my daughters don't live here anymore. She just moved out and she has her own apartment now because she is grown. Um, but I do have three dogs here. So be patient with me. If you happen to hear barking in the background, I will try to make sure I'm mute. But um, they're right now locked into my youngest daughter's room and hopefully behaving. Yeah, we love dogs. So you have six children then. You know what that means, right? Obviously. A full house. My husband <laughs> is stuck with... Um, five girls <laughs> oh my goodness. and one other dog. That's a, that's a male dog. So he has a oh, lot wow. of women in his life. <laughs> does he have a garage? He does. And okay, he, good. <laughs> he doesn't good. like me taking over it, but I have somewhat taken over it with our pet. Oh, all right. Well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. I know my husband always is like, when he sees men that live with a bunch of women, that they don't have a garage. He goes, man, and he doesn't even have a garage. But anyway, um, I'm sure your husband is enjoying seeing the business takeover over there. So you mentioned earlier that when you decided to take the leap, Tell, tell me what you meant when you said the leap. Was that a leap from a full-time job to a business or describe what you meant there? So what I mean for me, I, I do have my full-time job. I still work at my career with the federal government. Um, but I also, when I say take the leap, I've been wanting to have a business um, forever. When I was in college and I was going to school, my degree was in business administration with an option in entrepreneur because I've always um, had somewhat of an entrepreneur spirit. I just didn't know what I wanted to do at that time. Um, Then I started Soon after I graduated from college, I started working for the federal government. I've been there now 25 years. And um, three years ago, I actually decided that I wanted to do something. I, I just had this itch. I wanted to do something. I've always been making my body butters and candles, um, you know, giving those out as gifts, you know, just sharing that with other people because I had a love for making it. But I, you know, I was talking to my daughters and my daughters was like, you know, I'm forever encouraging them. They're dancers, um, they're cheerleaders. I'm forever encouraging them to do whatever they want to do. And they were like, well, are you doing what you want to do right now? And I'm like, well, yes, I have my family. I have my house. I have my career. They're like, but is that what you've always dreamed of doing? And I was like, No, in reality, it wasn't. And 
I had to sit back and decide what is it that I want to do? What can I do that I would love to do? And I finally decided, well, why don't I sell the products that I've been giving away for free all these years? And so for me, taking the leap is actually going down there and filling out the form to start the business and um, do it, getting that business license. And that was a big leap for me um, because being a full-time parent, full-time employee, and full-time wife is a lot of work. But then I'm adding in this additional business. But I love doing it. And I, I don't want to ever turn that back. Ayana, what what year was it when you did take the leap and filled out those paperwork forms for your business? 2017. So here we are approximately four years later and Arborea Creations has just blossomed. And I can tell that it has. Tell us a little bit about your product line and uh, what are some of the things that are your best sellers? So I started off with just selling the body butter, body oil, and candles. Um, That was what I originally started selling because that was what I originally was making. Um, And then I decided to... um, A year ago, I decided to add on skincare because, you know, I've always wanted to have, you know, I was going and buying my um, serums from other stores and I was like, why am I buying these when I can go ahead and make it myself? And so I decided to go ahead and start, you know, taking dabbles and making the skincare. I already went to the school of, um, of natural skincare. So I knew how to make the, um, you know, the facial serums. I knew how to make all these additional products. I just wasn't selling them. And so a year ago, I started making the actual facial serum, the facial mask. And um, I was doing that a little bit for selfish reasons because my friends were asking me, well, okay, you're making these body butters, which is my best seller. My body butters are my pure best sellers. Uh, They are great for people who have eczema, who have um, really dry skin. But my friends were asking me, okay, well, why aren't you selling your serums? You're making it for yourself. You're making it for your mom. You know, why don't you sell it for the rest of us? And so I eventually started selling it to them because the fact that I'm aging and I want to make sure that my skin is looking the best. And I want to make sure that I'm using something that has that, you know, the good ingredients, the all natural ingredients that's clean. I wanted to make sure of that. And then, as I mentioned before, I have teenage girls and one has acne prone skin and one has very sensitive skin. And I was very conscious with what they put on their skin. And I wanted to make sure that I was making something that was um, good enough for them to be able to put on their skin also. So um, to be able to answer your question, what is the mm-hmm. best-selling product? Uh, mm-hmm. My body butters are my best-selling products, um, okay. my body butters and scrubs. But then my skincare is um, starting to come up there and fight That's for great. that battle. Um, so the serums are actually, um, you know, more customers are getting familiar with the serums because mm-hmm. they're, they're mm-hmm. test them out and we have the try me size where they can be able yes. to try it out and see how it works for them. Yes. And I love how your girlfriend said, wait a minute, you're making this stuff for your family. What about us? <laughs> like, don't leave us, don't leave us out in the cold. We need some serum too. That's it's wonderful when you get that kind of um, encouragement. So thank you for sharing that. We'll definitely have to check out those body butters. So 
when you started your business, you, you, you had a job, you continue to have a job. You're obviously a mom of many and a wife, as you said. So Ayana, tell us a little bit about a typical day for you. I know it would be different if we weren't in a pandemic, but let's go ahead and stick with what it's like in this pandemic, because I know it's such a challenge for so many moms who are, you know, doing so much more than we would normally be doing. What is, what is a typical day like for you, Ayana, and how do you, you know, weave your business around your personal life to make everything interconnect together in a positive way? All right. So my typical day starts at five o'clock. I get up at five o'clock because I work from six until two thirty, um, and Thankfully, I have the type of uh, career that is flexible. They know I have a business, so they know that, um, you know, there's flexibility. And a lot of we deal with um, for the agency that I work with, we have a Baltimore office and there's three hours difference. So me starting work at six o'clock is fine because they've already been at work for three hours and every or they started work at six at nine o'clock themselves. So a typical day for my work wise is that I start work at six o'clock. I get off at two, two 30. And then after that is all about Arbia. I have teenage girls. So because they are teenagers, I don't have to, um, how can I say, I don't have to, you know, look over their homework. I just have to have those conversations with them. Okay. Are you getting your things done? Are you, you know, I can hear them because I know they're Mm -hmm. attending classes here Mm -hmm. at home. So they are, you know, kind of handle it themselves, which is wonderful. Um, So yes. And there was a freshman in high school and once a junior in high school. So they really need to, you know, my junior can help out my freshman if she needs it. Um, and then after I get off work at 2.30, I am able to concentrate on Arbria. Throughout the day, I will get purchases. You know, people will make purchases. If they um, have questions, they will send me a message through the um, website, and I can respond to that mm-hmm. all during the day, which is great for me um, because that's an easy process for me to be able to do. But then after I'm off, I can start putting together those, um, products and everything. If there's something that I notice that I need to make, um, I concentrate on making my products on Saturdays and Sundays, um, because that's when I have all day long, I could do whatever I want to, but during the week, I'm mostly doing, um, I have a schedule where I'm mostly making updates to my website, responding to emails and, um, you know, I schedule my, um, Instagram posts cause that's where I mm-hmm. do most of my posting on the social media. I schedule those all on Sunday. So I have two hours that I dedicate to, um, scheduling my posts on Sundays so in the morning out I- chunks of time to do these yes. sorts of things. That's great. Yes. Yes. And it makes my life a lot easier because I don't want to get burnt out with having Mm -hmm. a business and having, um, you know, having a regular career because Mm -hmm. it's easy for me to stop working and then just get everything administrative done, you know, afterwards. And so that part is the easy part. And then I do the fun part on my weekends. <laughs> um, and I have a schedule. I have certain things like my body butters. I make that on Sunday mornings. I don't make it on any other day, especially, except if I have a large special order. But most of the time, that's going to be my Sunday project because it takes longer to do. Um, and then 
I can label and do all that. And, or I can convince my daughter's like, Hey, I need you to go ahead and assist me with putting some labels on for me. Um, but I only utilize them on the weekends. Um, also. That's great. So you have their help when you need it on the weekend. So they're freed up to do their schoolwork and stuff during the week. And it's so, it's so great to hear a little bit about your schedule because a lot of us struggle, as you know, everyone to some extent does with, you know, how to get quote unquote, it all done and having a schedule obviously helps. So you, you only make on certain days so you can be free to do the administrative tasks the rest of the time, and also obviously take care of your family issues and work. Yes. How yes. do you avoid burnout? Like, what is your what is your self care routine like? I know that's important to you. Oh, self care is like my favorite thing to me. So, I usually walking is one of my favorite self care things to do. And as you as you know, I have three dogs, <laughs> so I do a lot of walking. So I go out, I take my walks. I dedicate an hour towards me time of walking. And um, that's one of my favorite self-cares. But I also, because I make bath, body and skincare products, I love doing a face mask and my facials on the, on Sundays. That is Spotty Sunday for me. Like I'll actually say on a post saying, hey, Spotty Sunday, this is what I'm doing. Some people think I'm making that up, but I'm like, no, this is actually what I'm going to be doing this Sunday mm-hmm. because it's um, what I enjoy to do. You know, I love going to get a professional facial, but since mm-hmm. I can't do it, you know, I can't do that right now because all the spas are closed in my area. But I sure can go ahead and do my own facial. And I love it. Right, right. You know, now working with your daughters, like I, I know it's kind of an off and on thing because they're obviously young and they have their school priorities. But I also see on your Instagram like gorgeous pictures of you with them. You're God, they're so they're so beautiful. All of you together. Thank it's you. like wow. It's really just it's just so pretty and it just makes you want to, it kind of draws you in their smiles and they look just like you too, which is also <laughs> incredible. So when you, I, I see them doing Instagram videos. Sometimes I see them doing some of your, you know, your, your social media posts where they're actually holding the products and talking about them. What is it like to have a business where you are able to encourage and really exemplify to your daughters what it's like to be a woman with her very own business that she started from scratch and is growing herself? Well, it's amazing because the thing is, is that for them, um, you know, rubbing the body scrub on their hand and doing the demonstration in the video, to to them, that's something easy. That's um, something fun for them to do. They don't mind showing their face sometimes on the video, so it's not a big deal. Um, It's nice experience for them to be able to do it because I know like my youngest daughter for high school, they... um, for her high school, they require them to choose different schools. And she decided to, she wanted to be in the business program. And I'm listening to her being interviewed for the business program. And she actually says, oh, well, my mom has a business and this is what her business is. And I help her out. And I actually helped name the business. I mean, she was Mm -hmm. going on and on and I'm sitting there like, oh my goodness, this, I really sometimes don't think that what I am doing with my business actually influenced them, but 
it does. And, you know, cause her interest yeah. is not really in business, but now she actually wants to go to school to get her mm-hmm. business degree and um, then do well her business degree or um, do the pre-law mm-hmm. information because she wants to be a lawyer and that's something she would do a great job at. But, mm-hmm. you know, she's able to talk about certain things that I wouldn't think that she would be able to talk about so freely, but because of the fact that she is helping me sometimes in little aspects, um, she's able to do that. And I'm just so proud of her. And even mm-hmm. my middle daughter, that's the one who actually, my middle daughter, Brianna, she does the, um, the reels for me on Instagram. So that's part of the thing. Like she's 16 right now. And so I'm actually paying her, not a lot, but just a little something to be able to motivate her. Like, Hey, you do something really good. You're going to get paid for it. That's, you know, you got to get paid for your motivation. Yes. (laughs) So I I love that. Yeah. I I love that. um, What you're describing is they're really internalizing this journey and in the world that we live in today, like there are, there are, you can't overstate the importance of them being able to see that no matter what happens to a job or, you know, if a pandemic comes along or whatever, that they have the ability within themselves to create income on their own terms. Yes. Yes. They can do it and no one's going to tell them that they can't do it because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this is easy. I can easily do this because yes. I do it already. And I'm like, yes. okay. <laughs> yes, they've done it with you and they've seen you do it. And they've seen you schedule, making sure that you don't just leave it to chance, like you have a schedule. And it's funny with our children how we're just living our lives. And one day you hear them say something and you're like, oh my goodness, they're paying attention. Oh my, yes. we don't always get those gifts from them when we're in front of them. It's often third party. Like we hear them say it to someone else, like you said. Absolutely. Because I never really thought that they paid that much attention to it. But I do know, like, for instance, my daughter's dance and they were at an event. They, um, someone didn't have anybody but her. And my daughter go, well, see, that's why you need to tell your mama to go buy some of my mom's body butter. She has Mm -hmm. little travel sizes that you can take with you and put in your dance bag. And I'm like, you didn't give her any body butter? And she was like, yeah, I shared it with her, but I wanted her to know this is what she needs to do. That is so fantastic. I love that. So they're learning how to sell. They're learning how to, you know, build relationships and do the things that they love while weaving in a business. And I think that is so important because I think, Everyone needs to really embrace the concept of, yes, you know, there's traditional parts of life that are that are great, you know, with traditional jobs and so forth, but the world is changing. And if you don't understand how to integrate something that you create on your own into the other aspects of your life so you can have a multiple income stream sort of approach, then you're leaving it to third parties all the time that you're going to be able to support yourself. Right. Absolutely. And my middle daughter is to the point that she actually wants to start her own business. In fact, she did at one time start her lip gloss business and 
she sold all of them, but now she doesn't want to do that anymore. She wants to do something else. And I'm like, well, what is it that you want to do? We'll invest in you, but you got to mm-hmm. take the first steps. So, you know, she How sees great the that you might, you might even be creating your competition. Wouldn't that be wonderful? If you, guys, you, know, you never know. I mean, either way, I mean, competition in a good way, because obviously if your daughter starts whatever kind of business she wants to have, it can only help you and everyone else. Uh, what a fantastic Absolutely. story that is. So you mentioned that you took cosmetics classes before you got started. Can you share a little bit about that? Actually, I took it's, it's the natural skincare um, classes. So I took that um, the first year that I started my business. Um, I took those classes to be able to get the certificate because I wanted to make sure that I I wanted to make sure that I knew what I was doing. You know, Ooh, so I you wanted a to be able that's great. Actually, I have not, I did not finish the certificate. I finished okay. everything up the certificate, but you have to turn mm-hmm. in a lot of different things. And again, I got lazy and I was busy and I was like, okay, but I actually took everything up to, so I probably can still turn in everything to get the certificate, mm-hmm. but I actually mm-hmm. took all the classes and I do actually have a few certificates um, mm-hmm. for the different, for some of the specialized um, classes that I've taken. Okay. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's a for the for the school of natural skin care, you can um, be able to take, um, you know, certain specialized programs and then also for even botanicals, you can take certain programs for botanicals. I actually taken the, um, you know, the program to be able to take for what is it for the facial toner and I because I wanted to be able to make a facial toner. Um, in a collaboration that I did with an esthetician. And I didn't want to take a chance. I wanted to actually complete that particular program. So I actually took that took that little short program and just been able to take it and learn the lessons of how to do it. And they actually, what I like about both School of Botanicals and School of Natural Skin Care is that you they, sh- they have the videos, they have the lessons, you can go through it on your own time, which works for me because I need to be able to do something that is around my family, my career, and right. my business. So right. I wanted to make sure that I can do it on my time, on my schedule. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of reading and it's a lot of reading, but it's worth it because you have that background, yeah. you have that knowledge and everything about the natural skincare. And that was what was important to me. That's so smart. So, so school of natural skincare.com. Is that the one you're talking about? Yes. And then you said there was a botanical one. Is that different? That's a different program. Yes. Okay. Is it school of botanical skincare? I just want to, I would just want to tell our listeners about it so they can go and check it out if they want to. Um, I believe it's School of Botanical Skin Care. Oh, okay. Okay. That's great. And so smart too, because, you know, it's, you know, formulating is, um, you know, it's not, it's not rocket science usually, usually sometimes it can be, but it's not usually, but certainly um, the confidence level that you have and the expertise, the elevated expertise that you bring to the table through your studies is obviously a, you know, a feather in your cap in terms of reaching your target audience with your products. Um, Absolutely. That's super. And I bet they were fun too, to learn and to learn in an environment where you're learning from an expert and you're, you know, learning with other people how to, make the products, which you, you obviously love to do because you said 
the fun stuff happens on the weekends, right? Because that's when you make everything. Yes, the really fun stuff happens on the weekends. When I'm, I can make all day. That's something that I can do. Is just that I have to remember. Oh, you got a family. You got to talk right, to them. Right, right. And I got to sell <laughs> some stuff too. I can't just make all day. We got to yes. fix it all together in there. Mm-hmm. And I was wrong with the name. The actual name is Formula Bot- Botanica. So it's B-O-T-A-N-I-C-A. Oh, okay. So there are two different schools, Formula Botanica and School of Natural Skin Care. Thank you yes. for clarifying that because I know people are going to want to know and maybe go check them out. So tell us a little bit about how you sell your products. I mean, you obviously have a website and so forth. Do you wholesale? Do you do pop-up shops, retail store, how, how, online, obviously? How do you sell your products? So originally before COVID, I was doing a lot of vending events. Um, That was how I was selling the majority of my um, products and word of mouth. But since COVID, I have um, my focus is all on website. So I am selling everything on my website and that's how I'm getting gaining new customers, which is wonderful. Um, I do do pop virtual pop up shops now, like actually tomorrow afternoon. At 12, I am doing a virtual pop-up shop with Visa. So um, I do virtual pop-up shops. I am not in any, um, I don't do any wholesale yet. Um, That is my next step. Um, I actually just got accepted for uh, one place that is going to purchase my products for our online website, uh, which will be a great experience for me because Mm-hmm. That's something new. Um, but my goal is to be able to do some wholesale, um, do some wholesale, because that is something that I'm looking forward to doing. And Ayana, how has the pivot from a lot of the in-person vending to online been for you during the pandemic? Like, are you are you discovering that you prefer it or do you want to go back to vending more often as soon as you can? How has that experience been? I love selling on my website only. I really do. I miss, you know, meeting my customers in person. I miss that. Um, But I really love selling in person. I'm not planning on going back. Um, I really am not planning on going back. If I do vending. You mean you really love selling online as opposed to? I really like selling online than Mm -hmm. selling in person. Um, If I do a vending Mm -hmm. event, it will be uh, for one of the bigger vending events that are out here. Um, one of the more popular ones that I actually have to go because my dad, my daughter will be dancing there anyway, but, um, it's not something that I plan to continue to do, um, because I personally love to be able to mm-hmm. make sure that my packaging, my boxes that my, um, customers are going to get looks beautiful and they look like they're opening a little gift for themselves, which is what my ideal is to be able to do it. So Ayana, so you're saying that you pivoted and you're not going back. Like this is not a temporary pivot for you. No, it's not a temporary pivot. It is a permanent pivot. And you didn't, you didn't anticipate this at all. Like, because I remember a couple of years ago, you were doing events all the time. Like you were always doing events. If we go back and look at your Instagram, it's event, event, event. Yes. Um, um, it was every weekend or every other mm-hmm. weekend I was doing events. Yes. And I know you even had plans to grow that. Like that was going to become like something where, you know, you might be the event host and your products would be there and then you would have other people. And that would be like a, I remember talking with you a little bit about that becoming a potential income stream, but so, so it's so interesting to hear you say that because it's, it's an example of 
how this pandemic has come along and not just caused people to pivot temporarily, but they're really looking at, wow, I can be at least as productive without the physical thing that I was doing or the physical workspace or whatever that I had and still get done what I need to get done. Yes. And I actually and that, have more yeah. time in my day if I yes, do it that way. I mean, yeah, I have more yeah. time in my day because I can actually dedicate time to just for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. You yeah. know, I can relax. I can be able to actually enjoy myself because when mm-hmm. I was doing the events, mm-hmm. it was all day Saturday and all day Sunday. And it was uh, yes. my whole entire family who was at those events with me. It was not just myself and maybe one of my daughters. It was myself, my daughters, my husband will come there, set up my tent. He will come back up there, take my tent down. It was my mother and my father who will be coming up there for a few hours to be able to relieve us. Right. Um, they, I had a support system who were amazing, but it was long days. And I'm like, right, right. I and think I was tiring out my daughters. <laughs> yeah, for well, my daughters husband and, come back and home. your daughters, <laughs> right, right. But your daughters were younger back then too. And that probably made yes. it even more of a challenge. Having said all that, I would imagine that you got a lot out of doing those in person events so early in your business. It was amazing. And I met a lot of great people. I I met met a lot of um, great business people who also sell items, you know, people who sell other products like my own, sell candles, who sell clothing. I met a lot of other business owners, which was wonderful. And I met a lot of great customers. And those customers have stayed with me, which has been wonderful. Some, like not all the time was I taking my news, you know, sign up for my newsletter. But a majority of the time, especially towards the end, I was really, you know, saying, hey, make sure you sign up for my newsletter, which was wonderful because Mm -hmm. once the pandemic started, they were able to continue to be able to purchase items from me. And that's the part I really, really, really love. So you mentioned that you do some virtual pop-up shops, like virtual events, but they're obviously not in person, they're online. Um, How do they compare and how do they fit into your business model these days? So the virtual pop-ups, this is all brand new to me. Um, This is going to be my first virtual pop-up. I have two coming up and I'm hoping that this will be something that I'll be able to continue to do um, because it's only like three hours of your time and you'll be able They'll be able to hear you, see you, and see your Mm -hmm. product. They won't Mm -hmm. be able to test them, but they can be able to see me demonstrate. Um, So that is something I'm really interested in, at least trying out. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sure it will be so much fun. You know, and your your products have so much texture to them too. Like you, your packaging is pretty. Like you said, it's so important for you to for you to make things that look like people are opening a gift. And that is what it looks like because that's what it is really. Um, but the colors and the textures of the ingredients and the, the body butters. And it's just, it's, it's really interesting that now people are getting used to shopping in this way. In other words, a couple of years ago, they might've said, well, I can't smell that. But now it's like the other adjustments people have made. They wouldn't have thought that they weren't that they would be doing things so differently now, but they are, and they like it. 
Yes. And the thing is what I'm able to do with my packages when I send them out, because I want them to be able to be exposed to um, some of my newer products. I'm able to send them a sample size of one of my newer products for them to try out. And then they'll be able to say, oh, well, I love that. Let me go ahead and purchase it. Or, you know, no, that's not my thing. I want to continue just buying my butters and scraps from me. But they're Mm -hmm. able to uh, make that decision because I try to, um, if I have the sample size, I do try to send that to them so that Mm -hmm. they can be able to try something else new. Ayana, how do you market your business online mainly? What are your main tools that you use? Instagram and Facebook posts. Um, I am now doing um, Facebook um, Facebook ads. That is something that I've been doing for the last uh, two months. Um, very, very new to me, but it has been um, it has been helping for new customers to be able to find my business. Um, that is something that I do think I will continue to do. Um, I, I'm not running the ads myself. Um, thank goodness. Cause I've, I lost some money by running the ads myself, but I do have someone who is running the ads for me. And that has been very, very helpful. When you use Instagram, you schedule your posts. Like what is your favorite tool to use for scheduling? I use preview. Um, it's a, to me is new because I hadn't heard about it, but I use preview and I'm able to schedule my posts on Sundays. I put everything up there for the rest of the week. And, um, mm-hmm. it is there when I get, I, it doesn't post for me. I don't have it post for me because I might change my mind on something that I want to post. So, um, I posted myself and everything, uh, which I've heard that that is a better way to do it in the first place. Um, I used to use Hootsuite, but right now I'm in Hootsuite jail. So I need Mm -hmm. their assistance to be able to help me. And I really do like Hootsuite, but, um, right now I'm just using preview and I'm enjoying it. Okay, great. Well, you know, it's so great to have a tool like that where you said you do, you do all your scheduling on Sunday, but then you come back in and actually physically in the moment, do it yourself. So you can be more, uh, well, you didn't say this, but I'm wondering, is that like you just want to be more in touch in the moment or authentic with your target customers as you talk to them through Instagram? I want to be in control. Okay. Okay. Because, and I'm sure and that comes through because sometimes you can schedule things and then wish you hadn't scheduled it because the timing isn't right for what yes. comes out on Thursday is not what you think would come out when you planned it on Sunday. <laughs> Yeah. Or something might just, you know, something miraculous might just happen. I'd be like, oh, I need to post this instead of this other one that I had scheduled. The other one that I had scheduled can wait, you know, right, it can wait right. till later on in the day. It's just that mm-hmm. I want to be able to, yes, in a way, be more authentic, but more of a fact for me, I'm, I'm a control freak. And mm-hmm. I want to be able to control when it's going to go up there and how it's going to go up there, because I might want to change up some wording. And I have went in there and made some changes last minute playing like, oh no, I need to do this. 
Right, right. And I just want to make sure that we acknowledge those puppies because they definitely want to be heard. Yes, sorry <laughs> they are saying we are here <laughs> and we want to know we want to know we're part of this business too. <laughs> so we of course we love animals, of course. So we and of course, you know, it's great to have pets around you. They're wonderful um, you know, additions to our lives. So we don't we don't mind at all. Um what kind of dogs do you have, by the way, for all of our animal loving listeners? So the one that's actually making all the noise is my <laughs> Chih Tzu. That's a five-year-old. It's a Chih Tzu okay. pug. Um, okay. <laughs> Chih Tzu's pug pit poodle. Um, she's five years old and gorgeous. But um, the one that just barked right then uh-huh. is right. my five-month-old um, pit bull puppy and those two play together like they're little like they're both puppies but they play together very very well and then my other dog who is being very good and is upstairs in my daughter's room is a um is a chihuahua mix um we don't know what's mix with but it's a mm-hmm, chihuahua mm-hmm. mix and he's the oldest he's like um 11 oh, years oldest. old okay so he's yeah, more so chill he's, than the rest of them but you yes. got a little baby over there. You got an infant in your household. I do. And he is, I mean, oh my she, goodness. she's a lot. Um, yes. Right now she's under my feet, but she's a lot. She's very busy and mm-hmm. uh, she likes to play. And of course eventually, she does. And the worst part is she'll be asleep at 930. Okay. She's going to play. Right. She's going to tire mm-hmm. herself out. And then she's going to go to sleep. Well, that's kind of good, isn't it? Like, so you can, she's not up late at night, keeping everybody awake. No, not she good. doesn't stay up night. No, she, she sleeps. She sleeps okay. very well during the day. She good just lays her. there while we work. And mm-hmm. then she goes and play. Then she lays there while we work. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. good. But right now it's not the time. Well, you know, we are, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Everybody's home together. We've, we've done podcasts. We've heard birds in the background, all kinds of things. So we're definitely, <laughs> definitely good with it. So Ayana, when you look into the future, um, five years, 10 years down the road, what do you see for Arbria Creations? I see Arbria being in more, in, being in stores. Um, I would love to have wholesale um like I said, my next goal is to be able to do the wholesale um, process so that that is going to be my concentration is wholesaling. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would love to see Arbia and small boutiques and little small stores and so that everyone could be able to um, try out our products and everything. And now, then you plan also, to stop selling online. You don't plan to stop selling online. You're just going to add wholesale, right? I just want to add wholesale. OK, OK. And make sure, I want to make sure that we can still go online and buy your stuff if absolutely. we don't live near a store that carries it. Yes, absolutely. I want to be able to have my products still sell on, online on my website. I, I want to still be able to um, cater to my customers um, because they've been here. And I pl- plan on not going away, but I also want to be able to get other exposure to other customers. And I also would like um, my body scrubs um, and probably my um, my my one of my my new collection in spas. Um, that's something I would want to do because I am working with an esthetician, and she wants to be able we did a brand together, our collection mm-hmm. together. And our goal is to be able to get that into spas. So mm-hmm. that's her next Ayana, goal. 
What advice do you have, Ayana, for people who have a full-time job, um, who want to start a business, but they just feel like they just don't know where to start and they, they're maybe maybe a little fearful too because there is something to be said for having, you know, predictable income, um, which is what a, what a job, one of the things that a job um, typically delivers. Um, what is your word of advice for someone who's listening and they're like, you know, I, you know, I want to keep my job when I, I want to start a business too, but how can I do it all? And, you know, by the way, I'm you may have seen the, uh, the uh, five to nine advertising series that yes. supported by Dolly Parton. Um, there's a lot of pushback on that concept, by the way, which really, really frustrated me, but um, because some people are saying that's not realistic. So let's just ask you since you're doing it. Um, it is realistic and it's, it's very realistic. About, yes. Encourage some people out there so we can, you know, have the opposing side to some of these articles out there. It's very realistic and truthfully, I think it's the ideal situation. My job is able to allow me to be able to have my business, mm -hmm. the business, um, you know, I'm able, my, my investment, my job paid for the investment in the business. I was able to put out the money because I have savings to be able to get the labels done, get the printing done, get the um, ingredients made. All that costs money. You can't do that if you uh, don't have some type of income behind you. So my mm -hmm. advice to anyone would be don't give up that job. You know, there are people out mm -hmm. there who sit there and say, quit your job and go um, start your business. And I feel that is the biggest mistake anyone can do. Mm -hmm. I feel that you need to have that career to be able to fund your business and then you'll be able to achieve your goals. Um, so I think that's the way to go. I also feel that it is... Um, do your research, you know, make sure you know what you're mm -hmm. doing, know what you are getting into, know those expenses mm -hmm. that you need to have. Because mm -hmm. the thing is, it costs a lot of money to be able mm -hmm. to start some business. There are some that don't cost mm -hmm. a lot, but, mm -hmm. you know, for a skincare brand, it's, it's expensive. It and, is, it is. And I feel that you know, you have to be realistic and maybe I'm just too realistic, but I don't want to sit here and have to borrow or beg someone else to give me money to be able to do what I love when I can do what I love by investing in myself, because that's the best investment that I can do. That investing so in my children. I love that you're saying that. And it is so inspiring. And I hope that all the ears that need to hear that, you know, do hear that. And we can see it in you as well, but um, you just articulated it so beautifully. And I just want to repeat one thing you said that really stuck out to me. You said, not only is it realistic, it's the best situation. Yes. The best situation is to be able to be in a job that can help you fund your business when you're getting started. So you don't have to dip into savings or rob Peter to pay Paul or what have you to mm -hmm. buy all the bottles and jars and ingredients and labels. Cause it is, it is an investment up front. You don't make that money back until you sell the product. Whereas a service provider can offer something for sale uh, as a service and, and, 
you know, say, you know, this book will be ready in two weeks, go buy it now. And they can basically fund it. <laughs> like, yes. you know, it's totally different. So thank you for saying that. And I also, you know, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, don't quit that job because girl, you were talking to me 20 years ago. Cause you know, I quit my job, just quit girl, just up and <laughs> left and went baroque, like, but not broke, but baroque, right? Totally. And realized two years later that what I really needed was a vacation. I didn't need to be quitting my job. So I had to start it all over again. So you didn't do it. And you say the same thing as someone who did do it the wrong way or the wrong way for me, at least I should not have quit because I didn't have savings. Um, I had a little bit of money, but I didn't have, you know, enough. So what you're saying is start slow, keep your job so that you can get started without the additional stress that you would have if you had left your job. Absolutely. And the thing is, I also have a, um, I, I also, my career, I, I'm here for 25 years and I plan on retiring from here. So I think that for me, it's an ideal situation because when I retire, I have something else to be able to do. And I'll be Isn't able to do what I love. You know, <laughs> and I'll still be young. To, yes, you'll still be young. And I was just talking to some just yesterday, literally within the last 24 hours, who was saying, you know, I worked for, I don't know, 30 years, wherever he was, the post office or something. I came home. It was great for two weeks. And now I got a job again because he was young enough. You know, he was still vibrant and alive and re, re, quote unquote retirement, which is a whole nother discussion. What does that mean these days? But retirement, um, the definition is definitely changing, but he was, he had been in the workforce long enough to actually have a retirement and a pension and all that stuff. But he was just like, I got to do something else. I'm going crazy. So he, you know, I'm not sure exactly what he's doing, but he expressed that same sort of thing that you just, you just said, like, who wants to just sit at home and watch TV all day? Yeah. So my daughters are young, so they won't be in, Mm -hmm. you know, they'll be finishing college or done with college and I will be here with no grandkids. So I'm like, you know, it just makes more sense for me to be able to do, you know, nurture my current baby, Mm -hmm. which is my Mm -hmm. business and Mm -hmm. be able to utilize that for when I'm ready to retire, you know, and that that still be for some more years. But mm-hmm. then I have something to fall back on and I have something to fall back on that I love. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm happy about. And that makes you money and, and really yes. just helps <laughs> you to encourage women to self-care. And that's so important. So, Ayana, your job right now, you're working from home, right? Yes. So that has been a big time. Like, do you think they're going to go back to... Uh, traditional work environment when the pandemic sort of subsides? We will. Um, I've always, myself, I've always worked from home two days a week and three days a week inside the office. My Mm. staff actually works, a majority of my staff, um, actually 70% of my staff work from home full time. Um, There's only a few of us who are in the office. So yes, we they do plan on for us to be returning back to the office because they are paying for our building and everything. We are in a federal building, so they are paying for the building, but um, there's no rush right now. I don't think we'll be going back anytime before September, which is wonderful. I'm fine with working from home. Um, I'm fine because I can connect with my employees, um, you know, by video 
in everything on a regular basis. Um, and then a majority of the people that I do work with don't live out here. They live somewhere else in another state. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so everything is mostly by video, but they will be returning eventually. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, times sure are changing and, um, what you're describing and how you have basically built this business around the lifestyle that you want that allows you to do what you love, generate income, be with your family, train your daughters. I mean, there is a long list of amazing things that are happening as a result of Arborea Creations and all the energy and uh, effort that you're putting into it. Thank you so much for sharing some of your story with us today, Ayana. Thank you for having me. This has been um this has been great to be able to share. Well, everyone, head over to Arbria Creations, A-R-B-R-I-A creations.com. Follow along on Instagram. And remember, when you see her self-care Sunday post, join, join in. Like, she's not making that up. She's actually doing it. And we can all do it together with her products and support each other as women as we take care of ourselves and our families. Thank you so much again. It's great to talk to you and arbriacreations.com, everyone. Have a good day, Ayana. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, I hope this episode of the Indie Business Podcast left you inspired, motivated, and excited about the future of your small business. Let's quickly review three of the most significant business insights Ayana and I discussed today. Number one, self-care, so important. Ayana says that Saturday is her making day, which she's calling the fun day of the week, and Sunday is her self-care day. She reminds us that while our busy lives make it easy to skip self-care, in the end, taking care of ourselves is the most important thing we do in our lives. Number two, scheduling. It was great to hear how Ayana schedules everything so her life can run as smoothly as possible. Having a schedule frees her to enjoy her life more because everything has a, has a specific time when it will get done, leaving the other times of the day for her to do whatever she wants to do. It's so interesting to see how the discipline of a schedule may seem limiting at first, but it's actually so freeing. And number three, the pandemic pivot. Ayana shared that before the pandemic, most of her sales came via in-person events. With the onset of COVID-19, however, she quickly pivoted to online sales and has decided she will never look back. Ayana said she never envisioned that she would pretty much stop doing in-person events altogether, but now that she sees the growth of online sales and that she can do virtual sales events, there's no reason to go back to the days of recruiting her entire family to help sell products in person at a show. Some super great insights there. Well, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, won't you do me the honor of rating this podcast? It helps me so much to know that you appreciate the amazing people and stories featured on the Indie Business Podcast. You can also share episodes from the blog at IndieBusiness.com to your favorite social media outlets. I will see you on the next episode of the Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, do it with me and say it with me. Enjoy your life, build your business, 
and have your way. 